It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello, welcome back to 49 Beaten, the official Arsenal Battle podcast. This is episode five. Once again, Jack and Dan are here. Um, and off the back of a fourth straight win. I think so, yeah. Uh, which we've not had for a long time. Um, Newcastle in the FA Cup wasn't a great game. Oh, <laughs> was no. really? Red Bull. Awful to watch. Yeah, dreadful to the... Right. Last what what when we when we score first goal was the second half of extra time, wasn't it? Like 106th minute or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. The, the final 15 minutes of the game where we actually turned it on a bit. So yeah, it was an awful game, but happy we got the result in the end. Very happy that Leno played because if Renarson played, oh we probably yeah. three 0 down. That sneak <laughs> at the end of the game as well was yeah. literally not talked about enough. That was incredibly ridiculous. Honestly, everyone, ridiculous. I've sort of seen everyone's been talking about how Carroll's missed all these chances, but it was <laughs> Leno sort of like being brave and getting down and yeah. holding on to it, which sort of stops Carroll poking it in. Um, so really should have through. Who like I'm pleased to see a Bamiang score. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was so, I was so happy when that when it, it just just getting him a goal. Just I think all about all it. It's all about now getting his confidence back. Yeah. He mentioned in interview. Um, I saw it today. Um, he knows that he's not performing well. He knows that he's, you know, he, he, you know, compared to previous seasons, his goal scoring has been, you know, dreadful. Um, but I think that Aubameyang goal was important to, you know, get him back on the run. Maybe have a FA Cup run where, you know, like like last season where he single handedly won it for us. So it's, it's always it's always his comp- um, competition. So yeah, it's good to see him score again finally. It's like the Lacazette thing a couple of years ago. So Lacazette went on a bit of a drought and we got a penalty and Bamian gave it up to him. So it's, it's, yeah, you're right. It's about getting him his confidence back, which for someone like Bamian, you look at his goal scoring record the last two and a half seasons, he's been superb for us. So it's it's good to see him back on the score sheet and he took us a goal quite well. Tierney impressed me. I thought he was solid. Um, and Smith Rowe again. <laughs> yeah, thank you. 
just Smith throw again. He's just, you know, when, when he's playing in the Europa League, you could see glimpses of it now, but, you know, he's finally breaking through into the first team. You know, uh, you know, transfers in January is making space for these new Arsenal youngsters. And I know Emil Smith-Rowe's, you know, been in the shadows like the past couple of years, but he's finally breaking through, you know, and he really has performed. He's been, he's been fantastic. He's the player, he's been the player that we've been wanting for so long. And if we can time, it's gone, sorry, go on. It was incredible seeing the difference between when, when our Willian came from that position in the middle. And to be fair, I don't really mind him Arteta playing him there. It's a cup game. You've got you've got to play him in some games, haven't you? And um, he came in and he just was like non-existent, like hardly had an impact on the game. And then Smith Rowe comes on and straight away, like there's a zip about us, uh, passing, like one-touched passing, like we're moving the ball forwards quickly. And um, Willian just like, again, just like shows how disappointing of a signing he was. Yeah. Or what we've got compared to a 20-year-old kid who's come in and absolutely smashed the ball out of the park. Like, he's been quality. Yeah, so it's good to have someone like him, sort of goal-scoring midfielder who creates, and you're right, it's exactly what we've been missing. It's, I think, what we've wanted from Ozil in the last 18 months or so that hasn't quite worked out um, and maybe saved us a bit of money. I, I've been sort of thinking we need yeah. that creative midfielder or a another left winger, he sort of covers both off. Uh, but I think we, he's on a new contract. We need to keep hold of him. We can't let him go out somewhere. We've got to keep him in the team as well, keep him playing. I think he could be really important, almost to build our attack around. So you look at our attackers, a lot of them are getting older. Aubameyang's, what, 31? Lacazette's 28, 29. Sort of you're looking now to the future of who it's going to be. So we're through, thankfully. I remember a few years ago when we but we won it and then we got knocked out to Forest in the third yeah. round. Mm. Um, so it's good good that we're through, good that we, we're on track to retain it at the moment. Um, fourth and fifth round draw done at the same time. Mm. So we sort of now know if we go through who we're going to play. Southampton or Shrewsbury, which yeah. you expect to be Southampton, but hope it's Shrewsbury. <laughs> Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> um, and if we get through that, it's Wolves or Chorley again. Probably going to be Wolves. <laughs> oh, yeah. <good. laughs> um, so, again, potentially two Premier League teams. That would be three out of three we'd have played. Not ideal. Uh, Man City again, easy draws again. I saw, I don't know if you saw this, some of their... Their teams they've played in the layer since 2017 is crazy. They've had it so really? easy. Um, do we think we can get past Southampton and Wolves if it, if it turns out to be them? Um, well, I hope so. I mean, <laughs> Southampton, both games, you know, it's unpredictable, really. You know, seen by the league results as well that we've had against both sides, they've both been quite... Well, bear in mind, both of them were against when we were, you know, at our low point, you know, we weren't winning games. So it's it's hard to predict. We'd hope, with the side we've got on the run run at the moment, we'd, uh, you expect us to, you know, get a win and get through to the next round, but you never know the FA Cup. You really don't. You know, it, it is the magic and, you know, the amateurism in the game. It's, especially in that competition, it's, you never really know what's going to happen. But those two games, especially, I think, 
I think Wolves will be harder than Southampton if we get if we get through to the fifth round. I think they just have that different bit more. Of, I don't know, a bit more of a, especially in the league, they're a bit more of a challenge, a bit more of a, they have a bit more desire. You know, mm. I, think, I think both games will be, both games will be tough and it's, it's just, you know, the luck of the draw again. I don't know if I could agree with you on that, Jack. I think that um, Wolves of a couple of seasons ago, mm. absolutely, yeah. like you, you were saying, they'd be a really tough game, but Southampton this season, they're in the top six for a reason. You know what I mean? Like, they're, yeah. as a team, playing incredibly. Um, and I do think they would potentially, again, Wolves, you don't know what you're going to get. But yeah. Southampton have been consistent this season and could definitely put up a fight. But both both are going to be tough games regardless. And I do think we will need to rotate, but at the same time, play a strong team because if we want to retain the FA Cup, then it's not going to be easy, especially with that draw. Yeah, it's, this is again preempting that it's the Premier League sides that get through. Um, hopefully, well, I say hopefully, we don't want to like underestimate the lower league teams. But I mean, you wouldn't complain if you got Shrewsbury and Chorley back to back, would you? <laughs> it's like, it's oh, like no. when we got, it's like that year we got, um, was it Sutton and Lincoln? We played back to back. Sutton yeah. United League and they had a 4G pitch. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, by Lincoln at home, didn't we? But again, yeah. you never know. But I think Southampton's the harder game if they beat Shrewsbury because mm. I think they're a bit higher up in the league. Wolves are a bit of dodgy form, lost last night. I don't know. It's yeah. but whatever happens, it's going to be a tricky, tricky route to the final. But I think even some I, of the big boys, I, I even think some of the big ones are up against each other. Man United, Liverpool. Probably the two favourites. Mm. Yeah. On yeah, Man United. Yeah, okay. Man United are storming. Yeah, I can't believe it. I'm actually gobsmacked how how well Man United are. You know, almost... I, 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 at the start of the season, would you even predict Man United being there? I almost don't want to give them credit because it's like everywhere else has been dreadful. Exactly, like, yeah. You, you look at like... Liverpool... <laughs> I mean, you look at Liverpool and you think, oh, I thought they would have stormed the league again. They're yeah. behind Man United after the same amount of games. They have got exceptionally lucky. I think oh, Luke, yeah. Shaw, yeah, yeah, Luke yeah. Shaw should be sent off last night. The Maguire one was handball <laughs> uh, for the penalty. But they're top of the league for a reason. I don't want all the Man United fans coming on hating us. <laughs> um, as much as it wouldn't be pleasant, Man United winning the league, I'd rather they win it than Spurs win it. So yeah, oh, so, yeah, yeah. All day yeah, long. All day long. So, but at the same time, I mean, I'd, I mean, Liverpool, you'd hope they kind of get up there and then next season we'll be in about challenging when we sign Awar and Buendia in a summer madness. We hope, we hope. Speaking of Spurs, just quickly, are we all supporting uh, City in April? City or whoever goes through? <laughs> whoever yeah. plays Spurs. <laughs> yeah. whoever, whoever plays Spurs in the final, we're supporting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. I don't have them winning the trophy. Oh, um, no, don't no, just no disrespect to the League Cup, but anything to them, anything to them is you know <laughs> totally. So, as we said, it is January. Um, I don't think we'll get any high-profile signings in. It looks to be more of a window of shifting out the deadwood. Özil's um, all but gone. Uh, I think the same for Socrates. Mustafi probably might go this. 
window as well. I think it was a big deal. That he, I think it was it was important, or it was telling that he didn't play in the cup, and he's because uh, he sort of played the odd game. I think it was it was a bit telling that Arteta might not rate him. Um, is there anyone that you realistically think will sign this window, or is it completely just shifting players and then He's rebuilding in the summer? You said Buendia is an unlikely one, I think could be one for the summer because I think the main way you have to look at that transfer is Norwich are currently sitting in and I don't know where exactly they are, but they're in and around the promotion places. They've been playing quite well, I believe. And for them to sell arguably their best player who creates their chances, it would be, it would be somewhat stupid because then realistically, they would probably get more money from being promoted to the Premier League than they would get from selling their best player. So, yeah. so financially for them as a club, they'd want to probably keep hold of him until at least the summer and then they could reinvest that money. But um, to be honest, I can't really see who or where we're going to sign someone. Um, yeah. But yeah, like the Ozil transfer, if it goes through to Fenerbahce, just um, if we can get that sorted. I think that's really exciting for us as Arsenal fans. Kolasinac too, he was on big wages, but that's really exciting for us as Arsenal fans because that's so much money off the wage bill that in the summer we can go and probably, like, we could sign probably quite a few big players in the summer with that money. Yeah, not, not top of the league. I think you're right. They're not going to sell their best player mm. halfway through the season. The Basuma links don't seem to be going away. No. Um, but I think, again, that's... I'd only go for him if we get Xhaka or Elneny or both out. Yeah. It, 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 this window sort of seems... You, you mentioned it there, Dan, about... We're not... It doesn't... It, there's no... There, there hasn't been any news to say that we are going for, you know, anyone in particular. It's sort of rumours that are flowing around. I think this, this window looks like it's... It's, it's, it's all about moving players on that have been at the club for a long time now and on a high wages just to free up that wage that wage bill um, and also free some space for those new signs to come in potentially in the summer. I don't think we're going to sign anyone particularly in January. Um, I, you know, I mentioned that, you know, players won't sell. You know, we're not going to buy big players in January because, you know, play, teams don't want to sell their best players halfway through the season. So it's, I think this window is about you know, who would be signed? Signed that like Omar Rekic. Uh, yeah, from... I, I think that was that was done in the summer, know, but he, we didn't get the paperwork in or exactly, something at the time. Exactly, that's what I mean. So it, it almost seems like we're we're trying to get rid of the or Arteta is trying to get rid of the players that are on high wages and you know dead with the club just to free some space for the summer. That's what it looks like. Socrates been quite high wages as well, I believe. So mm. I mean, you're talking Ozil on about three hundred and fifty thousand. Kalasenac was on about a hundred thousand. Socrates, I'm not 100% sure, but it was pretty high as well. So you can definitely get like three, maybe four like high quality players on decent wages with that money. It's, it, it's an interesting one. So, so I think for me, the rumours I've seen most is Basuma, which I can't see happening to this window. Buendia, which definitely won't happen this window unless we offer stupid money, which we don't have. Yeah. <laughs> and David Breyer. Um as a backup keeper from Brentford, which again, if Brentford want to get promoted, they're not going to sell their starting keeper. So I think you're right. I think it's it's almost watch out in the summer 
to see how much we've got and then how we spend it. Yeah. Um, I think we need left back as well because uh, Kieran Tierney played the other night. Yes, yeah. he was man of the match. He was excellent, but we can't have one player playing at left back now. Kolasinac is gone. Who's like Tierney? Credit to him, but he needs cover as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I think it might be sensible, even if it's like a short-term loan deal, something to get us over. I mean, I guess arguably Saka could play there, Maitland Niles could, but I would prefer like a a comfortable natural left back rather than a makeshift winger or centre mid. Um, so Palace next in the league, it, it's a must win. I know, I know we say it a lot, but this really is a must win. Um, we need to make it five on the bounce, but Palace are right near us. I think it's only a couple of points. So between us, so we need to, yeah, a point between us. So uh, very, very important that we get something out of this. Same amount of games as well, wasn't it? Seventeen played. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're all we're all seventeen. Yeah, we just need momentum at this stage. We've we've won, we've won games. Uh, been playing some nice football. West Brom just showed that. We can actually play some nice football. Um, yes, they were granted West Brom were pretty awful, but at the same time, um, you still need to beat what's in front of you. Um, and Crystal Palace, they, they've got a bit more of a threat in, obviously, the likes of Zaha, Townsend, Benteke scored a couple recently. Um, but they're definitely beatable and hopefully um, everyone will be fit. Martinelli's back in training. Yeah. Gabrielle's back. Partey's back. It'd be great to see, I think, part especially feature. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, definitely a must win and then uh, just try and move up the table now as quickly as possible. I think I think the key um, the key point to keeping that momentum and to keep that form is to keep that, Arteta to keep that young, you know, attacking spark, that creativity with the young players that we have. It's important to keep them players in the squad. You know, it's proven. Emil Smith-Rowe, you know, instant impact. You know, obviously there's Saka who is a first team player now. You know, he's on the first eleven every week. So you, we've got to keep those young players in the starting lineup, get them involved to, to keep that freshness to the side and that you know that that spark, that ambition, that passion as well. Even when Saka came on for Willian, like the instant like golfing quality, like he came on, he had like a Newcastle player behind him, like and he just shielded the ball. Yeah. Composed under there, and like Willian, I feel like he holds on to the ball too long sometimes. Yeah. Whereas Saka gets his head up, makes a pass, and then moves. Whereas Willian, again, he's just unfortunately been so underwhelming this season. Brilliant seeing, you know, where we're used to seeing that that static, you know, slow moving sort of football that we're playing. You know, Saka turning, beating players, moving into the space, and it's it's just it's brilliant to watch. We have to keep that going, I think. So, providing unless we somehow win. 10-0 or 12-0 <laughs> will we could go into 10th I mean potentially we could go into 8th if we beat them 13-0 and or Villa get uh, pumped by Spurs tonight dizzying um, heights of the top half of the table <laughs> but <laughs> I think I think I think West Ham are a place above us on th- uh, plus 3 goal difference so we're plus 1 so you think get a decent result against Palace, we move into the top 10. And then we're only 
a place below Chelsea on the same amount of points, yeah, they'd have a game in hand. But it's it's looking somewhat better than it was three weeks ago, four oh, weeks yeah. ago. Um, are you worried about this Palace game? I think I think it's hard. They've got players that worry me. Mm. Um, just for like what they can, a moment of magic, what they can do. Um, I think Gaeta's in great form. I think we need to, it'll be inch hard to get past him. Eze, his goal at the weekend was just quality. And obviously Zahar, he's having a great season. They're, they're the three that probably I'm most worried about. It's difficult to predict again. You know, it's one of them games. It's every season against Palace. You really don't know what you're what you're coming up against. Um, I, I wouldn't say I'm, I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm worried. I'd say I'm more optimistic. I'm not really. I'm not worried about playing against Palace. Yeah. Um, obviously, they're below us, but they're close to us. Um, but the only reason why they're that closest to us because it's our poor start to the season. If we keep playing the football we are playing now, I think we will be able to beat them. I think, the only, I think the only reason why we are that close is because that that poor start. If we played the way we are playing now, we'd be way ahead. It's just because we're that close, it is a bit of a worry. But I don't think we should be, you know, we shouldn't be nervous for the game. I think we should just go into the game as we have been for the past four games that we've won the bounce and just keep playing where we are. Game's at home, isn't it? Yeah, it's at our place. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys remember, but do you remember, I think it was last season... Yeah. And there was the whole the whole madness of yeah. I remember being at that game and yeah. what was it Louise and Socrates scored within the first um, like five minutes yeah something like that and it was the same weekend that um, Leicester beat Southampton nine nil so I was thinking oh here we go this is going to be our massive <laughs> thrashing of them and then obviously they came back to bring it to two two and then Granite Shaka had his whole yeah, getting food off and having to go at the fans so. To be honest, anything better than that is a positive. <laughs> I mean, you compare the form, we're in much better form. We've won four out of four. They've won one out of their last four. Um, and again, you look further back, they've only won one out of their last six or seven. So it's it's optimistic. The stats are in our favour. Um, and I don't know, it's, it's tight because we're both in that same similar position. Mm. I think it'll be a tough game. They might sit back a bit because they're yeah. away is all I can really think of. But again, I think I'd love I'd love to see Jacques score or something just 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 put that whole game last season. Put it free away. kick. Remember his free kick against Palace a few seasons yeah. Oh, ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brilliant, wasn't it? Another one of them, please. Another one of them. That'd okay. be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so Palace next, and then we've got Newcastle again in the league, uh, and then it's FA Cup returns, I think. But got to get through Palace, got to get a win, hopefully move up to 10th, and then then build on it and build on it and keep building. I think it's the most important thing. Have we got Manchester United after Newcastle in the league? No, we've got Southampton in the Cup, then in the league, and then it's United at the end of the month. Yeah, that's it. 30th of January, we've got United at home as well. It's important to win the games that we have run. We have a run of games now where we need to continue the momentum 
so that yeah. we can go into the main, so we can go into the United game and almost bring them off that top spot. It'd be brilliant if we can beat them and they just, you know, would have started their fall. That'd be fantastic. But it's just important to win these games, get to United, and then just continue it from there. We do always have good form against United at home, to be fair. So yeah, recent, well, yeah. Start of, last, start of last year, we beat them 2 0 at the 2 1, 2 0 at the Emirates. Didn't Pepe scored that early goal left foot? Yeah, yeah. That's how the box. Yeah. yeah, no, that was, a, that was a brilliant game, that was. And then, um, season before that, we, um, that was uh, with Unai Emery, and we beat them like 2 0 at the Emirates as well. And then we were like in the top spot. And then I don't know if you remember, but they were like comparing our run against the other top six, yeah. and we had the easiest. And we ended up finishing fifth. So we did bottle it that season. But hopefully this season we've had our dip already and we can just push on with the momentum and, um, yeah, hopefully finish somewhere in and around the Europa Champions League space. Yeah, I mean, if you put us like fifth or sixth now, you think two years ago, we're like, oh, no, we've got, we've got to be top 14. Yeah. You take it straight away. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Predictions quickly for Palace, sort of score predictions, man of the match, anything. Who... Are we going to be that brave? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's quite, again, it's tough to predict. It's tough to, it's tough to uh, pick a scoreline. I'm, I be... I'm never usually optimistic with these things. I always go like, oh, we'll, we'll draw just to be safe yeah. whenever I do these. 2 0 Arsenal. Oh, I'm going to, see, I was going to go, I think it'd be closer than that. I think it'll be, oh, I mean, if, if Mary, how many, I think Mary's clipped four clean sheets since he's been back. So if Mary's in, I'm going to go one nil Arsenal. I'm going to say one nil. It's going to be close, but we're going to keep a clean sheet. I think. I'm feeling confident. I feel like it's going to be three one. But I think, I think, I think Lacazette obviously is in poor mini, so I think he's going to um, hopefully be able to supply some goals. Um, and yeah, no, it'd be great to see us put a few past them. Um, yeah, hopefully 3-1 would be beautiful. Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't complain with a 3-1. <laughs> right, so Palace, Thursday evening kickoff, 7.15, I think, something like that. 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock kickoff. Um, that is it. We'll be back after the Palace game. Friday, Saturday, I think, we'll do another one of these. Looking forward to Newcastle in the league. Talk about, hopefully, another win against Palace. In the meantime, thank you for listening. Make sure to watch the game tomorrow. Fingers crossed for an Arsenal win. Um, like, comment, subscribe, share it around, and we will be back soon. Thank you. Bye bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.